Support for 100 Watts and a Wire is brought to you by 100wattsandawire.com. To subscribe to the show, simply click the RSS feed. While you're there, apply for your free 100 Watts ID and learn how you can help make 100 Watts and a Wire listener supported. Click the donate page and pick the option that works best for you. We've got a traveling toolkit, 100 Watts and a Wire gear, and more. That's 100wattsandawire.com. And ICOM. Pack your bags because the Dayton Hamvention is coming up from May 17th through the 19th at the Greene County Fairgrounds and Expo Center. You can see the latest and greatest ICOM gear and meet hams from all over the world. Visit icomamerica.com amateur for more information. And LDG. LDG leads the industry in customer service. Every LDG product comes with a two-year parts and labor warranty and it's fully transferable. If you ever sell or give away your LDG tuner, the remainder of the warranty goes with it. For more information, visit ldgelectronics.com. And now, from Grid Square Echo Mike 48, this is 100 Watts and a Wire. Well, hello, it's Christian, Kilo Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel. And uh, it is pouring here in Missouri. It is springtime, and somebody flipped on the green switch. I mean, the grass is turning. It's a beautiful thing. Daffodils are blooming in the park. They're blooming here at home. And I'm outside again, actually out in the, uh, the garage. And I'm listening to the mobile rig today. There's a contest on. Sounds like a YL, maybe working... I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Sometimes uh, uh, young men, uh, you know, and people set their, you know, their transmit to different ways. It sounds like a lady to me. I can't look up the call sign, but whatever. If it's a young man, my apologies. My apologies. It's pouring down rain. I'm unplugged. I haven't seen lightning, um, but it's raining, and I figure I better come out here and do something. Uh, with the back of my truck. It's one of those spring cleaning. It's becoming a catch-all now. It's softball season. I've got bat and softballs and crap and shoes. It's just like, let's clean it up. But I figure, you know, I could I could also talk to you a little bit. Uh, with the contest going on, it's, it's hard to rag chew. So uh, this will be a good way to do that. This week, my QRZ uh, membership was up and each year I got to tell you I've been a member since 2012 when I was first licensed and even when I began 100 watts in a wire I should probably thank QRZ for what uh, the show and ultimately the Facebook page grew into because I have a sort of you know it's just sort of needed I feel like QRZ has a monopoly on you know what they do and if somebody came up with something else, and I'm sure there's something else, I just haven't found it yet. All I need is to be in my logging software and be able to pull up call signs and log them. That's all I need QRZ for. In the beginning of 100 Watts in a Wire, I would post that I had posted a new show, that a new show was ready and you can go check it out, sort of in the news. It wasn't ham radio news, but it was more of an alert to tell you that, and I'm going to turn this this down. Alpha Alpha 4, Lima Sierra. 
Okay, we're going to go ahead and turn you down. Actually, uh, I will just uh, turn you off for now. I'd rather listen to the rain. No offense. Uh, no offense, but that's what we're going to do. So I would post that there's a new 100 Watts in a Wire podcast available if you want to go check it out. And I wasn't looking for, you know, any kind of conversation, more of an announcement. If you want to check it out, I thought maybe this would be a good place. And I've seen since lots of people do. Lots of different shows. They'll tell you, you know, what's going on, who's coming on. And, you know, maybe I could revisit posting there again. But I don't know. Maybe you guys could do it. I found in the early days that their members, and I was a member, they would just bash me over the head. And I thought, man, this sucks. And this was part of the reason why the 100 Watts in a Wire Facebook page became the way it is. Really like zero tolerance to any sort of abuse from other members. You know, you would be checked right away. And you still are. But man, QRZ would let people just climb on top of me, man. And I was like, this isn't cool. You know, all I want to do is let you know if it's there. And you're not paying for it. So if you don't dig it, Get your money back at the door, that kind of thing. You know, why do you have to beat me over the head? And moreover, how come you guys aren't protecting me? So in a way, I want to thank them because that model that they were using at that point in time, and I've been away since, again, still a paying member. I get my data, you know, for my logbook or whatever. But, you know, every year I come around, I'm like, man, I don't forget the fact that their administrators or their moderators you know, for a long time, we just kind of let people string out and attack me. I didn't dig it, you know, as not either real ham radio or not important or just flat out sucked. And that's okay, man. Look, I worked in Baltimore. I'm from Baltimore, from a city. I worked in Baltimore and Philadelphia. And uh, my skin is not so uh, thin that I can't take it. But I just didn't understand why you would let this be, you know, on your forum. So it helped kind of shaped my form, I guess, that and a few other Facebook pages that uh, were just really uncool. Facebook ham radio pages were just, that was on your test. Ah, oh, Jimmy, can you imagine these no-coats on my bitches just coming in here? They ruined it. They just ruined everything for everybody. And I'm pretty sure these no-coat hams have ruined propagation too, Jimmy. Jimmy, let's cuddle. So... You know, if QRZ were to want to talk about it, I would certainly talk about it, but I don't assume that anybody wants to talk about that. Just uh, left a bad taste in my mouth, and I knew that that was something I didn't want to give to our members as we've grown. So if you're creating, if you're a software writer or know how to write the code, and I'm sure there's other options. If you know it, pass it along. I may check it out. I'm gonna, uh, this could be my last year with them. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's other options that I haven't explored and probably will. So it's kind of a, it's one of those things. I just don't know enough to make the move and I'm staying with them because, you know, they kind of have a monopoly on this thing. Or do they? I ain't mad at you, QRZ. I just, uh, every time I got to dish out money for something. On the other hand, it makes uh, sense that I'd be able to talk to or about my experience with the company. So that, again, that's a way now I can uh, at least being a paying member, I can at least talk freely about it. They're not a sponsor of ours. But, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. More power to you. Uh, maybe they just need more. 
I just need more people. And I don't know what it is like till today. If it's, you know, this is why for me, our social media outlets and our friends sharing out the information becomes really important. You guys have to become uh, promoters of the show. You spread it out, share it with your circles, with people who may give it a listen and care about it at some point enough to listen again or pass it out. Relying on these methods of, you know, getting on QRZ and letting people know, you know, cause friction, spend more time going back and kind of defending yourself. You know, if it was a product that failed you, then yeah, okay, let's talk about it. But, and you open up and, you know, but something you get for free and having people just kind of clobber you over the head with it. As Riley would say, remember old Riley? What's Riley's last name? Ah, whatever. Spin the dial, the famous just spin the dial. I don't necessarily agree 100% with spinning the dial. We've got to have some kind of something. But uh, get your money back out the door. If you don't pay anything for it, why would you take the time to just bash it, just to bash it? Moreover, uh, protect the people who are getting hit over the head. You, you know, they are giving you money. So I had to do that this week. I signed up for the minimum. I had always been... Uh, on that second level where the ads were taken out for some mind, uh, something in my mind was like, yeah, your QRZ page, you don't want to look at ads. You don't want to look at that stuff. Pay 10 bucks more and not look at ads. I don't even go to the website. So I picked the lowest, the most popular plan, which is just the data. I don't care if the ads pop up now. What do I care? I need that 10 bucks. I need that 10 bucks, man. So uh, they've at least lost 10 bucks uh, this year out of my subscription because I, I don't care about those ads. I don't spend time on that page. So yeah, it's just for ripping the data, you know, the access to that. Anyway, peace and love, peace and love. We'll come back and tell you a little bit more about uh, my plans for the summer. We'll do that next. CQ, CQ, CQ. This is 100 watts and a wire. ICOM's newest SDR transceiver, the IC9700, is coming soon. This new radio is bringing direct sampling to the UHF-VHF weak signal world. The IC9700 all-mode transceiver is loaded with innovative features such as dedicated amateur satellite operation, a color touchscreen, D-Star capability, RF direct sampling on 2-meter and 70-centimeter bands, dual independent receivers capable of full duplex operation as well as dual watch and 100 watts max output power on 2 meters, 75 watts on 70 centimeters and 10 watts max on 1.2 gigahertz. Visit icomamerica.com backslash amateur for more information on all ICOM radios. What's he going to be like when he's 10 times as popular? How easy is it going to be to get him off the air then? Here's Christian, Kilo Zero, Sierra Tango Hotel. I want to tell you about our 100 watts and a wire antenna tune-up, June 7th through the 9th. Go and put that on your calendar right now, June 7th through the 9th. We are going to have our 100 watts and a wire tune-up. This year, we're going to do something different. We're going to try something different, and it will be the antenna tune-up. I am encouraging Every amateur radio operator we know and can find and reach with my voice to take to the air June 7th through the 9th 
for the 100 watts in a wire antenna tune-up. We'll have prizes to give away. You can enter into a random drawing. Information will be shared on our website, 100wattsandawire.com. But now that we are into April, it's time for us to start talking about things that are going to happen in June. I know, I know, we got a ways to go, but really, people listen to podcasts on their own time. You're really lucky if they jump into it and listen to it in full that day you release it or that week. Some people binge listen. So what I'm doing, the broadcaster in me is getting out ahead of this, letting you know, just put it on your calendar. Tell your friends. We're going to celebrate the antenna. That's right. Our exchange, and I'll work this all out right now. I don't have all my notes in front of me. But we're going to talk about your call sign, what state you're in, or your province if you're in Canada, or what DX entity you are, what country are you in. And then we're going to talk about what antenna you are using. What is your antenna and how high is it? And finally, what, what amount of power are you running? How many watts are you putting out of that antenna? This will include everybody. I mean, peanut whistle, 5 watt, 100 watt, 1500 watt, it doesn't matter. Everybody can play. If you want to go out and get portable, work on an antenna, put it up in a tree. Part of your exchange will be to share what antenna you're using. And this isn't a contest. This isn't a contest. There are some prizes for a random drawing. And I'll talk to you more about the people who are involved in that uh, in the coming days. But there's a random drawing where at the end, you can uh, submit your totals and submit your information and uh, put in the, the drawing and then maybe win a prize. But it's not a contest. So you can sit and talk about your antenna, how you made it how high it is, where you are, you know, talk about these things. But our exchange will include call sign, where you live, state, province, DX, entity, wherever you are, your antenna, its height, and how much power you're running. That's the 100 watts in a wire antenna tune-up, June 7th through the 9th. Visit 100wattsinawire.com to learn more about this. You can be indoors, outdoors, any band, any mode, any time during that weekend, get on the air. CQ, CQ, 100 watts in a wire antenna tune-up is coming soon. Tell your friends. Made in America, shared worldwide. This is 100 watts and a wire. LDG Electronics provides state-of-the-art antenna tuners for every amateur need. From QRP to QRO, fixed station, portable and remote, matching your radio to your antenna using our lightning-fast proprietary tuning algorithms. Our generic desktop tuners work automatically with nearly any radio, while our brand-specific tuners are customized to popular models. LDG's zero-power tuners are ideal for portable or mobile use as they consume almost no power at all in their standby state. Some can be powered by internal batteries that last for months of normal use. Our weatherproof remote tuners install at the antenna feed point, greatly reducing SWR losses in the coax. LDG tuners are backed by our two-year fully transferable warranty and our legendary customer service, the best in the industry. Visit us on the web at ldgelectronics.com. 
Negative copy on the Alpha Hotel. This is 100 watts and a wire. Well, I've decided to stay home from Dayton this year. Xenia, Ohio was a lovely town. I had a lot of fun staying there last year in 2018. But this year, I've decided I'm going to stay here and work. I've got some things I want to do related to the show. Money is always a consideration. Uh, certainly with a young family, I'm, I'm not retired. There are days off required as it happens, you know, toward the middle and end of a week and through a weekend. And so there's a lot going on, and, and there are some other things I want to work on uh, this year here at home, plus uh, with the show. So I'm going to pass on Dayton this year, but my plan is to have boots on the ground. We've got some friends who will be there with uh, access and who are able to go around and share their experience as you walk through. The one thing I will miss this year, though, i got to tell you, my favorite thing about any ham radio show is sort of the, uh, and I mean show in the way of ham fest. Uh, these ham fest that have the flea market, it's the coolest thing. You see some interesting people. They're in their RVs. They're in their vans. They've got a bunch of stuff laid out on the table, things that you may not be able to find ever on eBay. eBay works okay. You know, it's fine. You can find some things on eBay. Um, you know, they take a cut of it too, but there are a lot of things that you will find in the flea market of a ham fest and especially, especially a Dayton Hamvention. I just enjoy it. They seem to be fixing some of the issues they had early on. They moved this thing uh, to a new venue and uh, they've really recovered well in terms of dealing with the mud and the vendors and all this sort of stuff and laying out the space. It's a cool space, and I think everybody should at least do this once. There are other ones that are happening that are interesting to me, too. I don't know that I'll ever be able to break away uh, to do multiples. I may have to get to the point where I'm picking one or deciding you know, which over the other to go to. Huntsville sounds cool. Uh, what is it? Hamvention in Orlando sounds cool. And I've been to Xenia a handful of times now that I've, you know, been licensed at the old place, Hera Arena, where, uh, you know, famously, I think people miss it, though. People would complain a lot, but I think people really do miss that venue. And uh, now in Xenia, where you have a lot more space, it always rains. It seems to always rain. But for me, I've got some things to do. I will miss that flea market. Uh, because you can see things there that you won't see anywhere else, or you may not see ever again. You know, walking by and go, oh, that's the radio that won the war. You know, cool stuff like that. Even if it's ornamental for me, it just depends um, what you're looking for. Do you like to decorate with these sorts of radios? Do you like to tinker? Do you want something that gets on the air? The flea market's what I'll miss. But this year, I'm going to pass on Dayton and put my energy and, and money into something else, namely the show and my family and time. It's just going to work out that way this year. Um, a lot of people do it every year, and it's this annual pilgrimage, and I totally get it. I understand that. Uh, but, you know, not this time. I'm going to pass on that. Uh, but I would like to hear from you if you go. Tell me your experience. That would be fun. And, again, we'll have a couple of people doing some boots on the ground type stuff uh, to show us exactly what we're missing back at home. 
Patrick's here. We're going to talk a little bit about some satellites and then put the wraps on this one. Here's Patrick. Hi, this is Patrick Stoddard, WD9EWK. Previously, I talked about two of AMSAT's newest satellites from the FOX project, AO91 and AO92, four-inch or 10-centimeter CubeSat satellites acting as FM repeaters and in some cases carrying cameras for use by hams around the world. This time I'm going to talk about AMSAT's oldest satellite currently in operation. In fact, it's one of the oldest satellites of any sort in operation in Earth orbit. Uh, this would be OSCAR-7 or AO-7. AO-7 was launched from California in 1974 and was operational for a few years until a battery failure turned it silent in 1981. Thanks to an English ham in 2002 who was listening for telemetry from different satellites and stumbled across telemetry from AO7, hams were pleasantly surprised to find that AO7 was once again alive, albeit without the rechargeable batteries. As long as AO7 is receiving sunlight on its solar panels, it's operational. In the orbit that AO7 is in at an altitude of 1,450 kilometers, it sees sunlight almost all the time, even when it's dark you know, in your location on the ground. So AO7 is operational almost 24 hours a day, and has been used by hams since that discovery in 2002. You know, for myself, I operate using a pair of FT817s as my ground station for AO7 and other satellites where I will work in single sideband or CW. Or sometimes I'll replace one of the 817s with a different radio as my receiver, which could be the all-mode receiver in Kenwood's THD74 handheld radio. Could be a software-defined receiver running you know, with software on a tablet or a laptop or even a mobile phone. Uh, could be a wideband all-mode receiver. Many options there, but the FT817 will transmit in single sideband or CW up to 2 meters and 70 centimeters. And AO7's old mode B, where hams transmit around 432.150 megahertz and listen for the satellite around 145.950 megahertz, remains popular. AO7 also has what's called Mode A, where hams transmit on the 2 meter band and listen for the satellite's downlink on 10 meters between 29.400 and 29.500 megahertz. The uh, transponder used for Mode A doesn't hear signals as well as the Mode B transponder, and the 10 meter downlink usually requires more effort to receive larger antenna for the 10 meter band versus the 2 meter band, but hams will work both modes. Mode B is more popular due to smaller equipment and smaller antennas, you know, lending itself more useful for portable operations, but some do operate mode A you know, with the 10 meter downlink using portable equipment. Excluding the geostationary payload on the QO100 satellite serving hams from the eastern part of Brazil across Europe, Africa, and the Middle East to Asia, 
AO7 is currently providing the best opportunities for DX contacts via satellite. Hams separated by a, as much as a little more than 8,000 kilometers are able to work each other through AO7. I've worked stations up and down uh, the European continent from locations east of the Mississippi River and once a couple years ago from here in central Arizona I did make a contact with Iceland which hams consider as part of Europe although separated from the continent. AO7 is a fun old satellite AMSAT still has control over the satellite despite its advanced age going on 45 years and in fact AO7 has been in operation longer since coming alive in 2002 than in its first life when it was launched in 1974. Nobody has been able to offer an estimate on how long AO7 will continue operating, nor any uh, estimates that I've seen on when AO7 would re-enter the Earth's atmosphere. It works. AMSAT keeps a good eye on it, and we hope it continues to work for a long time. Of course, the AMSAT website, www.amsat.org, has lots of information about AO7. There are many articles on websites and in different publications about this satellite going back to its beginning in the 1970s. There's a lot of history about this satellite, and more history still to come as it continues to operate into its 45th year. As always, if you have any questions about what I've covered in these podcasts or about amateur satellites and amateur satellite operating in general, please feel free to contact me directly. My email address is on qrz.com. I can also be reached via Twitter at WD9EWK. For 100 watts in a wire, this is Patrick Stoddard, WD9EWK. All right, listening to 40 meters again outside here. My thanks to Patrick for teaching us a little bit more about satellites. It's important for me to hear from people. 298, he's closing in on 300 contacts. Good for him. It's great for me to talk to and hear from other operators who are interested in other facets of our great hobby and service. Simply put, I can't cover them all. I can't do them all, but I can invite people who are passionate about a certain facet or mode. He's in the satellites. Julian likes grid down, off-grid communication, and contesting. We do a lot of different things and try to bring that to you just because one guy really can't. I'm, I'm not into all these things. I am too much in love with HF to take on a digital mistress or to get out there and work on the satellites. Oh, I look at 160 and go, Lord, help me with those legs. I'm doing that just for the haters who like to remind me that I'm a little sick when it comes to talking about an antenna and its long legs. Mmm, so be it. You're sick for eating all those hot dogs. Go get an x-ray. All right, friends, peace and love. That's what will leave you on that message, peace and love. Please, friends, think for yourself. Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. And by all means, if you can, please try and stay above the noise.
join the 100 watts in a wire community visit 100 wattsandawire.com